a podcast brought to you by Energy Live News. It's Friday, it's four o'clock, and Johnny is typing so loudly, it's driving me mad, boy. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Short Fuse, the new look Short Fuse. Well, not that new look now, because it's the second week in. Hope you've had a good week. Hope you've had a restful week. Not much happened, really. Bit of Brexit banter. Mm. Bit of deadlines moving. That's very, very much reminded me of the newsroom. Because I set a deadline and then Johnny just moves it, don't you, Jonas? Yeah, That's forward. basically it. Yeah, forward as if. Uh, so, uh, we've got a, a packed show for you this week with some very good stories. Uh, you know, there's no bum tales this week. <laughs> That'll uh, tease what's coming up. And uh, a big hello to, obviously, Kevin Corcoran. We'll talk about him a bit later. Uh, remember, you can get in touch. Use the hashtag shortfuse. And uh, you can uh, banter with us on Twitter and wherever you want. Let's get on with our story of the week. And it is about the world's favourite... No. Uh, it's about Ryanair. So, Ryanair has entered the list of the top 10 CO2 polluters in Europe. So this is the first time an airline has made it onto the list. Uh, all the others are power stations, no surprise there. And funny enough, this will make you laugh. So Germany's got this reputation as being very clean and very green, yeah? But uh, seven of the biggest polluting uh, lignite plants are in Germany. One is in Bulgaria, one is in Poland. And they're all above Ryanair, but Ryanair makes it in as number 10. Now, this was a survey by the EU Transport and Environment Group, and they've looked at it and they've basically said that not just Ryanair, but across Europe, there's been nearly a 5% rise in CO2 emissions from the aviation industry. Now, obviously, Ryanair is a very busy airline and it covers all of Europe and it does loads of flights. I'm going on Ryanair again later this year, because I have to, because they've got the monopoly. But anyway, putting that aside, so it's not surprising that one of the busiest airlines in Europe produces a lot of CO2. Uh, Ryanair, for their side, have obviously said, no, no, we are not that. We are the cleanest and greenest airline uh, with the lowest CO2 emissions in Europe. That may well be the case. The fact is, they're on this list. The uh, EU Transport and Environment Group says this is an example of why you know, an airline should be in the uh, trading scheme, the EU ETS, and also that it should mean that they are uh, not uh, subject to the discounts they get on uh, free emissions allowances. Um, they're suggesting that there should be tax paid on kerosene and VAT on tickets. Now, if you put VAT on tickets, my God, imagine what Ryanair would do with that. Let's think about the wider picture. So. Ryanair, fair enough, you can see that why they might be on this list. But aviation in general is one of those things that we never really look at enough. We want to have a comfortable life. We all accept that. We like to have travel. We all accept that. But when I was growing up, an airplane ticket was bloody expensive. It was a real, you know, you'd have to really save up. Now, they're cheap as chips. It's, in fact, it's cheaper to fly than it is to get a train. So if you look at that, we've created a system where uh, flights are so cheap that we will take them. And we will take them in the way that we don't really care how we're travelling in short haul, which is why Ryanair makes so much uh, money, because they're frankly like getting on a bus. Okay, So you go no frills, you get on and you get where you want to go and you're paying not much for it. 
So if you look at the amount of pollution that's going on, and not just in terms of emissions, but obviously aviation fuel itself, we have got to tackle the aviation industry as a, a, an area for sort of what we're, what we're doing wrong. And I don't think the idea of um, you know, taxing is probably going to work because what will happen is the tax will be played by the airlines and in, in the end it will just come to us, the consumers. Now you could say that's fair, you, 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 you go on something very polluting, you should pay more. But I do think there are ways around this using technology. So we've talked endlessly on ELN about new kind of biofuels that we use in the aviation se sector. You can make planes lighter, you can use different kinds of uh, techniques in when you fly and how you fly. So there's loads of different things that can be done to make flight more efficient. Flight is not going to go away, but definitely we've got to make it more efficient and we've got to make it much, much less emissions intensive. So I think this report, if it does anything, raises the questions and marks about kind of what the aviation industry will do. Um, it also does make you realise just how much, for the sake of you know, uh, our kind of greener land we talk about uh, across Europe, we're still members of Europe by the way, um, you know, you've got Germany which has got the biggest amount of solar in the EU uh, installed and yet you've also got them with seven ginormous uh, lignite plants uh, emitting away. So I think this whole thing about, oh yeah, you were green on one hand, but we're not green on the other, because with baseload, we're still using huge sort of carbon intensive plants. That's one th to think about. But when it comes to airlines and aviation, I think that we have got to deal with it sooner than later. And it's not just a Ryanair issue, it's every single airline. They've got to get their act together in terms of making the use of things like biofuels or other fuels that are non-carbon uh, intensive and uh, far fewer in terms of emissions and of course the industry itself is looking at much better kind of aerodynamics and, and engine technology but it's one to watch. Uh, what do you think? Get in touch if you're Ryanair drop me a line I'm sure you won't. Uh, moving on it's time for the news but not as you know it Priyanka the anchor. News Yes. Tell me about news. And you've decided to start in the city of the Dreaming Spires. Yes, Oxford. Um, so I'm sure you, I'm sure hopefully you've read the story already. It's of about a uh, 41 million pound energy super hub. Yeah. Uh, very interesting. So the government uh, announced funding through one of its energy revolution challenges right. um, for four projects. And one of the projects is uh, located in Oxford. Uh, so I, I spoke to Councillor Tom Hayes from the Oxford City Council. Um, and he said that this project is a game changer for the city. Um, it will help um, its ambition to become, uh, the, I think, the world's first zero emission uh, zone, have the world's first zero emission zone uh, by 2020. And Hang I know on. what you're thinking. Hang on, you're by thinking, 2020? Yes, that's next year. So two years before yeah. the end. Um, yeah, so he thinks this is going to be a, a very good thing for the council, for consumers, so just the public in general as well, uh, because it's going to include, um, the project includes giant batteries. Right. Um, also charging points for electric vehicles to yeah. accelerate uh, the uptake of vehicles, greener cars, yeah. uh, and also heat pumps for homes. Um. Now, how much is all this costing? So this is not going to come at any cost to the consumer, is what I've been told, because... Oh, chinny, chin, um, chin. <laughs> Because this is funding from the government, this mm -hmm. is a demonstration project to see 
um, if this can be viable, probably if ca if it can be replicated elsewhere and could be done on a maybe well, larger scale as well. Well, I mean, we are paying well. for it because the government yeah, money comes from us anyway. The government money, yes. But I mean, um, the point of this is now obviously Oxford is our version of <clears throat> California, isn't it? Yeah. It's like kind of hey, let's man, let's go and trippy out and let's be green. Uh, I can't believe they're going to get it up and running in the next year. And I can't believe it's going to be zero emissions. What, no, no. So the zero emission zone is something that okay. they... Um, so it's three streets. I mean, the city centre. Okay, right. Okay. Um, no, but uh, so London is doing that. You must yeah, have not already, ultra, but, it's yeah. the, but it's the ultra low emission yes. zone. So this is not plan zero on being emissions. zero emission by <laughs> right. 2020. So what they're saying so is they'll have, the, you'll have the batteries, you'll have the EVs, and then that will EV hopefully... charging. Charging, yeah. Um, you'll have and an heat pumps, so that's going to reduce emissions as well. Because um, it also obviously... Why, why, is, why is the council doing this? What did he say when you talked to him? Um, so he said it's part of the council's plan um, since funding was reduced, I think, seven or eight years ago mm -hmm. uh, for projects. So this is one of the, their plans to uh, kind of embrace new and innovative technologies um, because obviously we're all moving towards a low-carbon future. So they're going to trial um, this for how long? Do we know? I think it might be for a couple of years. I right. Don't know exactly how, and at how the end of the day, then, then obviously when the money runs out, the question is whether it's uh, financially so, viable for the companies to yeah, still so, part of it. Yeah, so this is part of four demonstration projects yeah. across the UK. So other projects have different um, things that they're going, they're going to be looking into. So this is kind of like a, like a trial thing, you know, but on a bigger scale. Um, and hopefully it can be replicated across. Uh, yeah, the, I think, I mean, look, I mean, Oxford's a very, very, very small city centre for stars. Mm, yeah. And, you know, it, it's not surprising it's Oxford because mm. it's, you know, it's got that kind of slightly right on image and also it's got loads of tourists. Mm. So it's one of those Plus showcases. Plus also a lot of hubs and yeah. manufacturing But it always companies. makes me laugh that these things, you know, I'm, I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but it always seems to be they happen in very nice, well-to-do cities. You don't get this happening in Blackpool, which was in the news today for uh, this this week for seasides not being done, or Middlesbrough, or a port. Yeah, Talbot. but you've also got to embrace some mm. of these things. Not always. Not always knock them. Okay. Yes, exactly. Uh, moving on. Uh, some, Next a subject story. That I, uh, subject I totally disagree with. Um. Right. So <laughs> this is about a global program. Yes. Why did you hire me, by the way? I don't know. You. I, I hired <laughs> you because you're a good worker. <laughs> Um, so basically, there's a global <laughs> program um, which aims to advance women's uh, careers in the oh, wind yeah. energy industry, oh, yeah. which I think is a very, very good initiative. Okay. Uh, why do you, ask I'm not me, saying ask anything. Ask me why. Uh, why? Tell <laughs> because, me why. Because the renewable energy industry yes. only has 22%, 22% uh, of its workforce mm -hmm. is female which is a very small figure. Yeah, You're but energy think. has got very few females in it at all, doesn't it? That's I know, the, but that isn't good. No, I didn't say it's good at all. Yeah, so, but why are you saying you, you don't agree with this initiative? I'm not, I didn't say that. I just <laughs> said, here we go, it's another initiative. It's like, you know, shouldn't we be hiring the best people for the job? And what we should be doing is making sure that there's no bias and women can enter as much as men. Yeah, That's I, what we should I be agree doing. with that, but it's also about encouraging women to enter these fields because it's seen as a male-dominated... I'm sorry, I'm laughing because Johnny is there <laughs> with his hands supporting. Wild. Johnny um, knows nothing. Uh, so anyway, so... Yeah, so it's about also encouraging okay. girls and women to enter this industry because it's seen as a male-dominated sector. Right. Um, but I have to say an interesting thing this week. Say something interesting. Uh, <laughs> I, so we haven't got the video out yet. No. Um, we spoke to uh, Fatima, who's the 
the CEO of the World Energy World Energy Council's World Energy Congress, which is an event, yes. an annual event, uh, organizing <coughs> committee. So yes. she heads that. Uh, so we spoke to her, and um, the topic about uh, not having enough women in the energy industry, and we were talking about the UK, uh, about discussions around it, and she. She was saying, so she's from the UAE. Mm -hmm. She's, I think, one of the assistant ministers or mm -hmm. some, uh, in, in the energy department. Um, and she said, uh, when it comes to the renewables industry yeah. in the UAE, there's actually more women than men. And they were actually trying to balance out and recruit more men in the sector. She said yeah. men is more dominating in um, oil and gas. in oil and gas rather than, which I thought was quite interesting. And hopefully we can explore that. No, listen, I, I'm not knocking things, but I just kind mm. of think initiatives to empower. Why have you asked me? Why did you get the job? Why did you get the job here? No, because you before I why? even started. No, but why? Why did you get the job here? No, just read. Because I think I'm no, because I think I'm good at what yeah, I do. Yeah, exactly. So what's it got to do with you're a woman or a man? Yeah, it, it doesn't you, matter. Vicky, uh, Jackie, we've had loads of women. Yes, and but sadly, we've got no, Johnny yeah, now. Yeah, but just the fact that where you just looked at the <laughs> word that said women and we were just going Did on I? about it. Anyway. And you can't do without women in your life, so <laughs> yeah. let's not okay, go there. Okay, right, let's go. <laughs> That's a bit of sexist remark. Anyway, uh, talking about um, useless things like Johnny, fatbergs. Yes, fatberg. What is a fatberg? Um, so fatberg is basically a congealed mass of um, mass. <laughs> ma <laughs> a mass. <laughs> She's gone now. A congealed uh, mass. Mass yes. of um, hardened fat, yes. oil, grease yes. that you pour down your kitchen sink. Bits, uh, of, bits and, of unmentionables. And wet, and wet wipes as wet well, wipes which is towels. very common. Um, so Johnny. <laughs> uh, let's not go there. So Devon's largest fatberg <coughs> yes. uh, has been removed finally. And Hurrah. this was done last week by Southwest Water. Yes. Uh, so this was 64 meters wow, long. That's a big fatberg. <laughs> the mass. Um, <laughs> mass. Um, okay, I've, I've, been, I've been laughing too much today. Yeah, you've enjoyed um, yourself too much. Right, so, anyway, so that's, what that's happened? Okay, so this was found just before Christmas. Yes. Uh, but work to remove it only started uh, in February mm -hmm. um, and it ended last week. So workers had to wear full on breathing apparatus, which I thought initially. She's almost, Sorry about that. She's I'm got like apparatus going on. All right. So they had to, to remove the mask oh my with God. the apparatus. Yeah. Yes. So initially I thought it was probably because of the smell and that's why. Can you stop laughing? We need to get through this. Uh, I don't know how long it's been. Oh my God. Um, I'm squeezing this one. Right, I, thought, I yes. thought initially it was to do with the, the smell. Which of I, course. which is probably one of the reasons yes. too, but uh, because of the dangerous gases in the pipes. Yes. Uh, so I think there was a team of eight. Um, they had to go in. They used some equipment and also manual labor. So literally, you can imagine them trying to uh, use some, yeah. I don't know, hammer and that try is to not get, a good get job, that is it? Um, so they were loaded onto tankers, and it filled 36 tankers, each weighing 3,000 gallons. Huge, but. This was taken to a sewage treatment was it plant massive? nearby, yeah. and uh, eventually was used to produce energy, which so oh. a good thing came out of it. Um, but I think the message here is about um, encouraging consumers to not kind of throw grease and oil in your kitchen sink and wet wipes and sanitary napkins in flushing down the loo. So it's about remembering the three Ps. What's the three Ps? You can only flush the three Ps. 
But I could say something very wrong there. But I'll say piss, poo, and? Paper. So toilet paper. And that's only toilet paper. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's the message. Well done. I think that is it for today. Is it, is it a massive, massive um, <laughs> message? A mask. And don't forget that they uh, can get in touch. And don't forget to get in touch. She'll be on the screen now. Tia, put it on the screen. It she's is done on the it. screen. Look, I, well, I can see it's just Tia's hand going up because she's behind this enormous lamp. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, yeah, so if you've got any stories or if you want us to come and film anything, if you've got any send massive it over stories to uh, need stories at, at <laughs> energylivenews.com. Yes. Yes. And I hope you all have a lovely weekend. Excellent, lovely. Thank you. Filled with lots of laughter. Yeah, laughter is important. So uh, it's time for Johnny. his bit of rubbish. Let's get it. Oh, for God's sakes. Well, I made it. You did make it. Hello, everyone. Hello, Johnny. How are you? Yeah, I'm wonderful. Thanks. Now, uh, very quickly, uh, just to promote, uh, you were very, very, very vegan this week, weren't you? Yes, very vegan. Uh, yeah, check it out on Bork. The latest Bork video went up. I'm talking about meat emissions. <laughs> and then I met your mum this week as well. She's lovely. She She's features, quite interesting. I your, talk your, about her in the video. Your actually. mum features constantly in your life. Yeah. Even to this day. Yeah, she's a wonderful woman. She's a wonderful woman. Hello there, Liz. Hello. There you go. Come on TV. Look, I'm not going to take the pee out of your boy. Well, not right now, <sighs> but I might well do. Right, your bouting point this week is? Ding, ding, ding. Well, some, 11 actually, 11 climate protesters uh, gate-crashed a Brexit debate and got their apparatus out in the viewing gallery. God. Uh, so they were nearly nude, so they didn't get all of it out. Right. But they basically stood up there when, uh, you know... I think we've got some video of this. The politicians are always trying to sort Brexit out, aren't they? Well, so there you go. Really oh, right, there you go. So they're behind us. So, yeah, whoa, so, whoa, so whoa. They, they started doing this in the middle of one of our internal Brexit votes. And, and what I, was the th point? I think, to be honest, they weren't going to sort Brexit anyway, were they? So I think they, the, the climate protesters from Extinction Rebellion turned up. Nothing else was going to happen that day. Uh, and they said climate change is more important than Brexit. So they said climate change is the most important thing of all because it's going to threaten humankind as we know it. Right. So let's raise awareness by getting our kit by off. By getting our kit off. Uh, and it was all over the front page of all the papers, so I think they did a good job, and I support them. And in fact, they have a protest that I'm going to next week, and I'm hoping to get naked. What? Now, Liz, have you listened to that? What your son is willing well, to do? Well, it's to save the planet. Save the Tell planet. Tell me that's not a good Actually, cause. Actually, I can say this now. Save the planet my arse. Right, Excuse you can protest me. as much as you like. Why are you getting your kit off? Why are you disrupting Parliament? What a waste of time. What happened was... Do you, are they doing much in Parliament anyway? Well, of course they are. They're trying to sort out the country. How much have and they how sorted? Much they are trying, however much we Maybe think they Maybe they needed some motivation. <laughs> Doobries. <laughs> they are doing it. They're yeah. trying to do it. I think this is a bloody waste of time. And also, these people, what? why? I think their point why? is... This is the most important issue that we should be focused on. We shouldn't waste so much time on Brexit. Okay. You should have got that done already, yeah. politicians. Yeah. And we should be focusing on uh -huh. saving the planet by, by cutting by emissions. By getting our kit off. Well, raising awareness by getting our kit off. I don't think you've raised awareness. All we've done is a publicity stunt. We're talking about it. Yeah, but it's, it's not raised... You've, you're talking about Sorry, a bunch of can nudies. Can put this down because it's not on good site? Oh, look at that. Well, See? Who, who, put, who put it there, eh? Hey. <laughs> God. Uh, no, I cheek of some people. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I, I just think it's uh, pointless, right? I think if you're going to protest, do a protest. There was a, a woman that you just saw who was who got a kit off on the Today program, 
right? We were just watching that clip yeah, earlier. on the radio. But on the radio. She had a face for radio. Yeah, but... Mm. <laughs> you said it, not me. Uh, but, you know, she did her bit... So what? what is that about? It's it's like, it, why, are you, why are you doing that? Why aren't you saying, okay, I'm going to protest. Even chain yourself to Parliament, right? Do all of the stuff that people do, that, line the that roads would, that or whatever. Would it. But the new thing is pointless. It's just rubbish. I like it. No, it's uh, just it's not it's not it doesn't do anything. It's not message, is it? Well, uh, well, then, well, let's protest about the fact that oh, there's not enough water. Let's get our kit off. I would say, the fact they're naked and yes. they've shed their clothing. What does that got to do with it? Reflects. It's like a metaphor oh, really? for the vulnerability oh, of uh, the species on the human from? planet that can't protest the, for themselves. How do they get to uh, the uh, House of Commons? I'm guessing they walk. Oh, really? Because they're climate what focused. If, what if they got in an Uber? And no, then I don't believe that. Off. I'll ask them when I go and interview them. When you but let them. me pose this to you. So <laughs> Here we people go. complained about Greta Thunberg, the uh, the girl who skipped school and started this whole yeah. oh, movement yeah, for yeah, climate yeah, change. Yeah, yeah. And I think this is along the same lines, the two protests, because they're basically saying that you know school's important for education, uh, Parliament is in, the House of Commons is important to work out you know political what, issues, our lives. but climate change I think can overrule everything. Everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And by getting naked, that really makes the point, does it? With their clothes on, we wouldn't, admit, we wouldn't have run a story, probably. Well, well no, if they'd, if they'd been protesting in the public gallery and shouting, that would have got news coverage. I don't know. I support it. No, it's just a vanity. It's just, it's just like... You We're know. not going to get to the bottom of this, are we? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, dearie me. <laughs> He's a cheeky boy, this one. Anyway, I don't think it's worth doing. I think it was a waste of time. I think they're stupid for doing it. Well, I'm, na I'm naked view. under this table. Yeah, God, if you were, your mum would be having a heart attack. Well, you might as well stay, because there's no point moving you now, okay. the last bits. Uh, so, anyway, uh, tell us what you think. Not, not, actually, I'm not really that bothered, just if you're a hippie like him. And also, he's posh and he's rich, and they're the ones who always do the protesting, because normal people mm. and getting have to have a job. Off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rich people always get the Yeah, I am going to ask them that. When I yeah. go and interview them, I am going to say, What'd you do did, for did you ask your boss to have time yeah, off? What exactly. did he think about you being naked on, Why the, don't you on, try the, on TV? I am going to ask them that, because yeah. I agree with you on that one. Thank you. Enough said. Yeah. Right, uh, let's move on to our diary dates, and they are... Well, I didn't prepare for this. Uh, wait, <laughs> what, 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 what do you want? What Give me a two, test. What are the two big events coming up? Telka, 26th of June, the Energy Live Consultancy Awards. So if you want to enter for such fantastic awards, uh, such as Most Trusted or Consultancy of the Year, then please apply on our website. The deadline is the 16th of April. We need you to get on there. Click the Events tab. You can contact Jeff, and I hope to see you there. Do you know what? For once, he actually got that right. Nothing more to say. But one thing I want to make clear, which is um, we had a bit of debate and we put it out on LinkedIn today. Uh, people think, oh, someone said, oh, these awards, you put them together and, you know, people who spend money with you win them. They don't. Oh, what a load of rubbish. That is, I have to say, I'm really annoyed with that. They don't. So you'll see a post that I put out and Jeff put out that shows you the winners last year, the 10 winners, not one of them spent a penny with us. It's completely independent. It's completely independent and the judges are brilliant. They're all energy end users. We're very proud of their integrity. So... If you win it, you deserve it, and you should enter. So he's damn right. And then Tess, which unfortunately you won't be that, but Pre will be. So no, thank God we're in chemical my hands. Well, I'll be that, running the stories. Yeah, that'll be, on, God, <laughs> that'll be on the 5th of June. That's the Energy Solutions Show. And we've got loads of interesting stuff covering three main areas. We're looking at markets and finance. We're looking at energy efficiency. We're looking at generation. So get yourself along to that. Get yourself registered with Harry. 
in various voice guises, as we said mm. today. Yep. And, uh, but you've got to get involved as well. So if you're an energy company doing a solution in any of those fields, get it in touch. Um, that's about it, except I've got two, and finally, this is good. Have you seen this one? Right, so I thought this was an April Fool, but it wasn't. I haven't actually seen the Skrillex. Finalists, yeah. So do you know who Skrillex is? Yeah, he's like... Uh, he you have no kind, idea. He plays if, a kind of music called dubstep. Yeah, are you, uh, if you haven't no, seen I, that... No, I know that, I know. He's got like long black hair. It's pretty crap music, to be honest. Well, dubstep and wub, Skrillex... Wub, wub. Yeah, mm. wubs. Apparently, is the best thing to put on if you're getting attacked by mozzies. And mozzies are going to be spreading if you've been right. keeping track of our website. Yeah, of course. So the mosquitoes, apparently, they did this thing. They don't like a certain frequency, and that frequency is dubstep, and in particular, Skrillex. Okay. And what happens is, when they're playing the old dubstep... Oh, this is shown now. Yeah, yeah. As, when they're doing it, and he's banging away to that music, guess mm. what happens? Well, I've just, I've just glanced it, so tell me what happens God. to me. I've the, got no the idea. The mozzies stop bonking. <laughs> And? And they stop biting. Whoa, I didn't know so, that. And if they bonk, they produce more mozzies, so that's great. Yeah. And obviously the, the, the females don't want to bite because they're just into the groove. Wow. So there you go. So next time your mum and dad take you on an, a safari like they normally do. Always, every yeah, summer. Always, mummy, can I go somewhere expensive? Yes, Johnny. Uh, then you can say, mummy, can I play? <laughs> can I play some dubstep, mummy? Can I play some dubstep? Mm, okay. Uh, right, uh, that's it, apart from the end of the show, which is that we've got to say, Bork, our sister channel. Bork. Bork. Tia. Bork. 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 Tia's trying to put the thing up. Where's the Bork? We have no Bork. Anyway, Bork, our sister channel, is on YouTube. Uh, there's business this week, as ever, talking about uh, what on earth we did to start the business and his vegan munching story. On a week that... Bork on pork. Bork on pork. On the week that Whopper said that they were going to be a... Uh, yeah, we actually recorded that before. And if you listen to my talking, I predict that Burger King will introduce a meat-free burger. So I would say I'm a prophet. He's a cross. The oracle is what they call me in the office. And finally, Kevin Corcoran, who actually said mm. something about you. He said that you're a bit of a dork and your, your dad could not be proud of you. He so, said I'm uh, startlingly handsome. No, he failed on that. Remember, we want Corcoran on the show... Hashtag get Kev. Hang on. Has she done it? No, forget it. All right. Do you know what? Let's not even bother. Next week, normal service will be resumed. Goodbye.